0: Uh, right. Okay. Uh, now this is where I introduce the program and, uh, I usually have to come up with something, some sort of strange introduction, but I've decided as I was out very late last night and I'm recording this in the, um, uh, in the early hours, well, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning when I'm recording this. Uh, so I'm just going to say ladies and gentlemen, time for yet another, uh, James Whale radio show. So, a very warm welcome to the programme. Here we are. uh, Christmas only, what, one week away. Next week, uh, and I shall be uh, on talk radio from 10 o'clock in the morning until one in the afternoon, the the lunchtime, the sort of, I don't know, what
1: would you call that? The morning show? I suppose it's the morning show, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think think you're probably right. It is the morning show, yes. So Mm. I shall be there. Uh, doing that and uh, hoping people will be able to join me on talk radio. And, of course, then you can always go back and uh, after that have your fill uh, of our special program that's available here everywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, but everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, right, hang, hang on you, Pillock. um What, what is thi- what is this? Uh, Colin from Geelong in Australia, why don't you just beep off and allow Rob to answer the questions pillock i never liked
1: australians anyway well you asked me to include the uh, complaints in the show yeah i know i know but not australians we don't have australians listening okay so australians aren't allowed to make comments no
0: no i don't want any australians listening to the program i mean australians have been so rude to the brits for so long i think it's time we gave them a bit of their own medicine don't you
1: Okay. Does that exclude the mayor of Geelong or the ex-mayor of Geelong? Are we are we still friends with him?
0: Well, he's the ex-mayor, mate. No, he's. Yeah. The, I haven't spoken of rages because what what use is he to me now?
1: So if he gets re-elected, then uh, we'll be friends with him again.
0: Oh yes, I think if he's if he's useful to us, I think uh, he should. Anyway, what flipping questions have you not answered?
1: I don't know. I don't know what the question is. Obviously. Um, he didn't go that far.
0: Oh, oh right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, Colin. Um, we could just get Rob to do his own show. I and used then to. I, can, I I. don't need to sit here <laughs> and look at his ugly face,
1: do I? <laughs> it's not that ugly. I've had a shave this week. Oh, f- really? Yeah. Don't swear. Yeah. Yes. Well, what about the
0: spots and the dark circles and the kind of continuously runny nose. Oh, not to mention the green tooth on the bottom
1: row. What I need is one of them face veil things. A burqa? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, much as I I, uh, dislike any form of face covering for anybody, really, that might be a solution. Oh, dear, oh, dear. We've got another letter of complaint here. Who, Justin in China. I don't know if we'll be having much to do with the Chinese for much longer. I'm not very fond of the Chinese. They're, they're, uh, the way they treat animals, and mind you, they don't treat humans very well either. But Justin is in, in China. He said, if someone wishes to cover their face whilst in public area, it shouldn't be any of your nor anybody else's business. Oh, really? Well, why don't you go and tell the Chinese government, Justin, uh, that the way they treat people for just uh, disagreeing with them is, is no business of anybody's except the person concerned. Why don't you go and do that? Um, and then he goes on, so you say that covering the face is not part of the culture in the UK, quite right. Uh, but do you know what is the freedom to choose to cover your face if you want to? This is complete bollocks if you don't mind me saying, Justin, because um, covering the face is is hiding from everybody else. And if you want to uh, be part of a society, uh, then you don't hide away. Uh, Justin goes on to say, using the argument that you can gauge a person's personality or intentions by looking at their faces laughable. And it's untrue. Anyway, what right does the average man on the street have to go around making judgments on folk by their facials? Burkas inflict no harm other than the soft sensibilities of close-minded individuals that can endure life not going how they want it to be. Uh, That all being said, I love the show. You complete fool, then, aren't you, really, Justin? Um, I'm, I'm and quite frankly having some prat in China telling me what uh, what to think and what to say is pretty laughable. How many executions were there for people who uh, disagreed with the government in China last year? How many dogs have to face absolutely appalling conditions so they can be boiled up for meat? Cats apparently skinned alive. I mean, China. You, you know, China is just not the sort of place we should be doing that much business with. I just wonder why you live there, Justin. And as far as, but never mind. Let's not get Bob in the conversation. Just to wind Colin in Australia up. You know, here we are. We voted to to leave. The European Union, which, of course, we're not going to do, um, because it's going to take so much uh, time, trouble, and effort. Um, and people want to get closer links with China and, and closer links with our, our. Um, col- I said colonial. Oh gosh, that would have gone down badly, wouldn't it? Um, we're with uh, the, the Commonwealth friends around the world. Uh, Commonwealth countries, some of which have the most appalling human rights. I don't think, actually, in a, in a country like ours, we should have to put up with people wanting to cover their faces so they cannot be part of society. Um, if you're a gangster, if you're taking part in a demonstration and you don't want the police to know where you are or who you are, uh, then we see these sort of people covering their faces up. And um, just to cover your face up because that's part of a culture from a country that you originally came from or uh, a religion that you suddenly decided you wanted to follow because a lot of people who convert to Islam, British people who convert to Islam, suddenly go the whole hog and cover their. Listen, I couldn't give a shh. I couldn't care less what you wear. You can wear the most ridiculous clothes that you want, you know, wearing the long... I mean, I'm I'd, I'd not bothered about the clothes. I mean, uh, you know, nuns have been wearing those sort of long, dark clothes for years. And monks and priests, they all wear those sort of things. But the covering of the face, that cannot be right in an open society. It cannot. Because it says to another person, ah, uh, Um, I don't think you're good enough to be able to see my face. I don't really want to have a proper relationship with you where you know what my expressions are and what I'm thinking when you're talking to me. So, what's your name? Justin in China. Uh, There's only one person who's got this conversation wrong, mate, and that is you. Always lovely to hear from the listeners, and if you'd like to email me, uh, James Whale, uh, Radio at gmail.com is the place to email, and uh, maybe I can include some of your uh, likes and dislikes on the programme in the future. I I would be delighted to do that. Now, uh, lots of you probably missing those Australians who, uh, who of course, listen to this programme, probably um, missing some wise words from Robbo. So uh, without further ado...
1: Here he is. Hello. What what do you want me to say? Ooh. See, every time I talk I beep. Um it's all got it's all dead air now. James has disappeared.
0: No, no, I'm still here. I'm just not interrupting.
1: Oh. It'll be a very boring show with just me in it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, there we are, giving you the... Oh, uh, t- perhaps I should uh, ask you one question uh, that somebody wrote in for me, and, um, and, <laughs> uh, and then you could answer it. Would you like that? Uh, well, if you, if you... Yes, of course you would. OK, well, here we go. Uh, Daniel Winter said, when you stand up, where does your lap go? Um, it goes in the same place, but vertical. There we are. Yeah, you've answered the question. I don't think we can have any more than that, do you?
1: Well, that's that's the answer, isn't it? I would have thought. It's still there, but it's just now become vertical.
0: Very good. Very, very good indeed. Um, right. So, uh, shall we get on to talking about something uh, slightly more important? Well, I, th- I think, actually, the human rights in in China and the uh, bastardization of the English language by the Australians fairly uh, fairly important anyway. But... Um, uh, it seems that we are back into the season of the strike. Although uh, Argos have suspended their strike, probably because of what I said the other day.
1: Yes, you do have the uh, influence, I think. I do have the ability to finish a strike, don't I?
0: Yeah. Um, so let's have a, a chat to the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the trains. Are British Airways thinking of going on strike too? Uh,
1: yes, apparently so, yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, use another airline, it's easy. At least you've got definite competition there. Unlike the train service, you know, if you happen to be on a particular train service, uh, Southern at the moment, deciding to go on strike um, uh, just a couple of weeks before Christmas, just to really wind the population up, I asked the question on Facebook, um, should uh, the government ban strikes on the railways? And a lot of you got in touch. I'll tell you, I think, I think strikes on public transport should be banned because I don't think if you, if your job is getting other people to their places of work, you shouldn't be permitted to strike, should you? No, because you interfere with everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, and I, I think I said this on talk radio the other day that, I mean, how difficult is it to drive a bloody train? You press a couple of buttons. That's all you do. Yeah, there's no steering, is there? No steering, no traffic jams. In fact, I said, you know, why, why don't we pay more attention and respect to the bus drivers of the nation? I mean, that is a difficult job. Bus drivers are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bus drivers, I mean, they've got a heck of a lot to put up with and they don't get paid anywhere near as well as the train drivers. And, and you know, the fees on the trains just keep going up and up and up. And to be honest with you, I'm um, Not everybody, but, but there are quite a lot of flipping rude people who work on the railways. I mean, I went the other day I, and and popped down to the... I wanted to get a train into London, didn't want to bother to drive, blah, blah, blah. And I get a queue up. The, there's one person behind the window uh, selling tickets who's, you know, just oblivious to the fact that trains are passing through the station at great regularity. There's a huge flipping queue. And, uh, and none of us can get on the train because we can't buy a bloody ticket. I mean I just oh, I tell you it, 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 it's not a biz- it's it's just a it's a it's a bunch of crap to be honest with you, and winds me up more than you can actually know because if you if if there was proper competition, you wouldn't be hanging around like that. there is no competition. don't give me this complete rubbish that uh, you know we, we privatized the railways there is competition there isn't because I can't go and get a train on a different line, into the place I want to go to because uh, there's only one train that runs. and one line? and one line. Hmm. You know, I'm fed up with it. You know, I said, I, I said, can we move along the queue? Excuse me, we're just, you know, I, I'll get you when I'm ready. I said, well, in the meantime, I've missed three trains and I'm going to be late. And then everybody behind me started going, yes, absolutely. Could we get some more people in there to sell tickets? And, and just, you know, they look at you as if you are some sort of you know, don't you take that tone with me, then do your bloody job right. I've never heard so much rubbish in my life than, oh, I'm not, I'm not no, trains are going to be dangerous if we only have one person on it. To be quite honest, you don't need a driver. You do. I, I would agree you need somebody on the train just to make sure if anything does go wrong that they can sort that out. Obviously, that's pretty obvious. But you don't need a driver. You don't really need any, anybody other than a manager to walk the train back and forth to make sure everybody's comfortable, everybody's okay, and in, cl- in, in case of an emergency to uh, help sort things out. What else do you need? Snacks. Don't be facetious. So anyway, Mark McMark, made up name, um, said they had the chance to run them. They sold them off. Now it's not their call. What the hell does that mean, Mark? Nothing to do with whether it's privatised or nationalised. Well, never mind. Um, uh, Tony Kay said the government cannot ban strikes. If people want to strike, then they will, and the government courts will be powerless to stop them. That's anarchy, my friend. Uh, sure, they may be able to prevent a few people doing it, but when it's loads of people, then it's a bit more difficult. It's like this ridiculous notion that the army or the police cannot go on strike who's going to stop them exactly if they do well if the army go on strike then that will be anarchy and w- probably lead to real problems tony so i suggest you get your head out of your communistic backside and start thinking sensibly dan saunders says all public sector strikes should be banned quite right too uh rod bridger striking is the last resort nobody wants to go on strike and lose their wages oh guy by the way rod uh, the union leaders don't lose their wages, they still get paid. Um, but what option is left when management refuse to listen? How about banning management? Hey, Rod, why don't you go and start your own business? Why don't you go and start your own business, be your own boss? Hmm? Why don't you do that? You know, if people don't like the, the people they're working for, the easiest way to solve the problem is leave en masse, and then they'll talk to you. But going on strike and using other people as a bargaining chip is disgusting. Mark O'Neill says, uh, this is all the fault of the militant unions who are living in the 19th century. Wake up. We're now in the 21st century and things have changed. I agree with Mark. Christian David said, they are a disgrace. We pay such high price for a crap service when it actually runs, and that's not often. And and I'm with you, mate. I mean, uh, other service industries and the railways and, and transport is a service industry. Uh, they, don't, they might have uh, sold them off to private companies, but nobody seems to instill in the workforce. Uh, and the management are, pretty, sh- are pretty, pretty useless. The management of these railway companies are still, I think, back in nationalized times. They think, oh, well, there's no alternative to getting the train. If you have to get the train every morning, you have to get that train. So we'll stick up the fares. And then the uh, workforce, oh, well, we don't like it, so we're going to go on strike. What are you going to do? Crack the whip, that's what I do. Uh, Peter Stein says without a doubt there's no justice in hundreds of thousands of people being inconvenienced by a few thousand trade unionists at least the army should step in driving a train is like operating a lift it's simple yeah I think that too um, I could I could drive a train even Rob could drive a train
1: uh, yeah I've driven loads of trains in my time yeah I didn't
0: mean double O scale I meant proper ones oh, okay. uh, Jane Porty, uh said Isn't this strike to protect commuters' safety? Don't get me wrong, I don't like strikes any more than the next person, but this is for our safety. Making one person to do the job of two, we will be the first to have a human outcry if this government of ours, such as it is, gets this through. Money before safety, it's a no-brainer, right? Not... Now, Jane, you don't understand the situation. You really don't. I mean, the problem is not to do with safety. If it is to do with safety, then other railway companies who've already done what this particular company want to do uh, would be in trouble. And, you know, if, if if a company or the management felt that they were doing something that could actually put their customers' lives in danger, they wouldn't do it. Because the first time there is an accident like that, they're going to be sued out of existence. And the health and safety executive would not allow them to do it. All these things will have been checked out before they decided. Now, you know, it, the, the the technology is there for, for trains to be driverless. And they'd probably be a lot better if they were driverless, I think. But you would have to have somebody on the train. You would still have to have somebody on the train to look after uh, things and people and talk to people and answer questions. So you need to have staff on the train. In fact, I think some of them have said they're not making anybody redundant. They're just changing the way things work. So quite frankly, this strike is just for the arrogance of the union, isn't it? I told a bloke on talk radio that the other day and he got very upset with me. Stephen Westwood uh, says, without a doubt, they strike because they know they can and they create absolute carnage. For London, and cost millions, their wages are above average. Doctors, nurses, police, firefighters hardly ever strike and their jobs are far more important. Quite right too. Quite right too. Uh, You have any thoughts, my friends, you can get in touch with us at jameswellradio at gmail.com. Check out the website Jamesworldradio.co.uk. Lots to see and do on the website. And in the meantime, uh, let's get some music. <laughs> um, this is this is great. This is a Christmas track. It's called Christmas Time, and it's by Wild Spice. And the money from this track goes to cancer research. Great, take it away, guys. Uh, there we are. That was Christmas Time by Wild Spice, and as I said, uh, don't forget the money goes to cancer research. Uh, Rob, you're being remarkably quiet today.
1: Uh, um, well, it's early in the morning, and I'm, I'm half asleep. It's it's my bedtime.
0: I was out all night last night. Well, I wasn't out all night. I got to bed probably the time you go to bed, but I was up early in the morning with the dogs. I usually get up at a crack at noon, me. But uh, really, yeah. Well, you know, some of us had to go out and uh, and, and, and go to awards ceremonies and do stuff like that.
1: Did you meet anyone interesting?
0: Um, I think I met everybody. I, listen, I met um, uh, Carol Vorderman, um, uh, Susanna Reid, um, the Prime Minister, Defence Secretary, a number of uh, very brave servicemen and women... Um, uh, oh gosh, I, I can't remember who else I met. Matt Terry, winner of X Factor. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, uh, Penny Lancaster, Rod Stewart's wife. Um, gosh, weren't you listening? I listened to a bit. What do you mean to a bit? Why weren't you listening to the whole program?
1: Well, I was, there was other things to do, like uh, no, to listen. Th- what? I all well, had to type up all these notes. Je- Jeremy um, Clarkson. Oh, did he, did he invite you on his new show? Um, no, because he tries to kill off celebrities. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course you were.
0: <clears throat> um, but he was—he uh, was—it he was a bit touchy last night. Really,
1: a bit of a strange event, really, to be cheerful at, I suppose.
0: Well, no, not really, because the guys uh, who have done the the things that they've done, it's a night out for them. Mm. It's not a night to be sort of uh, uh, down and, and, you know, unfortunately we have a necessity for uh, um, a fighting force at the moment because the world is the way it is and probably, according to to Jezza last night, the way it's always going to be. And he's probably right, Mm. to be honest. But well done to all of them. Well done to all of them. Uh, and uh, a big thumbs down to the press secretary of the prime minister who would not allow her to speak to me. Why? Well, it wasn't me so much. as I, It was a live show. We were doing a live show. Oh, right. And uh, they, you know, no, 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 no. Yeah, Because uh, Theresa May would have come and had a chat. But the press secretary sort of, Put themselves in between and said, "No, no, uh, Prime Minister can't, can't. We need to see the questions. Any questions the Prime Minister is going to be asked. We need to see them." I said, "I'm just. Get, we're just gonna have a little chat. say so it's nice to see you here, Prime Minister. It's no, no, no. Shocking. So you know.
1: Have you spoken to her what, before?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I gave her your love. <laughs> Did you? I. I well, no. <laughs> Uh, right, what else are we going to talk about? Oh, I'll tell you what, um, let's, why don't we do Tech Talk now, because I'm interested in you telling us about the drone delivery, um, that, who knows, Argos could be, well, and Argos can't do it, really, they have big stuff, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, the Argos have got enough problems of their own at the moment, by the sound of things, I you, it seems but to yeah, be yeah, sorted. yeah, yeah,
0: So, what do we, yes, let's do Tech Talk, and, and you can tell me all
1: about that. Okay, um, Tech Talk, uh, drone delivery, uh, Amazon of. Have- carried out their first successful delivery via drone in the mm. uk it took uh, 13 minutes after being ordered to arrive at the customer's destination in cambridge
0: uh, what was it
1: i've no idea I didn't bother carry on reading the rest yeah. of the article i just no, uh... i mean
0: i'm, I'm annoyed about it. i think it is it, it's just a, it's a it's a accident waiting to
1: happen could you imagine a dyson vacuum cleaner falling out the sky yeah, but you know,
0: there there aren't enough rules and regulations, so anybody can put up a... There are regulations now, but they have to be governed, surely, by air traffic control uh, as far as planes are concerned. Uh, the people operating the drones must presumably have a license and have a fairly high... Uh, must have a very high professional ethic rather than some spotty little dude in an office uh, doing a delivery.
1: And what happens if it does? Is that you or me? That's you. It's always you. It's never me. My phone's off. Is it? Mm. Oh,
0: okay. Um, I just, you know, imagine there is a problem. Something drops down onto the ground and uh, uh, drops onto a car or something, and uh, or even it flies over a motorway. i I just, I, I can't believe that delivering stuff by drone at the moment. I'm sure it will come into being. I'm just sure. I'm just not sure it, it can be safe.
1: No, I don't think anyone flies it either. I think they just put the. Um the GPS location of where the house is, and off it goes. I don't think anyone's monitoring what's actually really happening in real time. Really? Well, there's no way of doing that. You couldn't get the video signal to go backwards.
0: To but what, what, I mean, the military ones, they have people sitting there flying them from here.
1: Yeah, but they're huge, those drones. They're like aircraft. We're talking about... Well, hasn't,
0: ours has got to be fairly big. I mean, other, I mean, the, the, uh, how can you deliver a vacuum cleaner unless you have a fairly big machine to do it?
1: I've no idea. I don't think they'll be delivering vacuum cleaners. You don't? No, I'd be too heavy.
0: And what about animals, birds, and, and, and so on and so forth?
1: The birds can fly themselves, surely. Oh,
0: never mind. Never mind. I, anyway, I suppose, you know, I don't want to be seen to be holding back progress, but it just seems to have suddenly happened, and I, I'm just not sure if the, the safety uh, things are there. I think I mean, it'd be like, These things presumably can just drop out of the
1: sky. Yep, bat- failure of battery, yeah, I suppose they could drop yeah. out of the sky, yeah. It's a bit like the moon uh, landings. Yeah. Sort of a race to get to be the first one on the moon and then no one's been since. It'd be like, Amazon have done it now, proved it's uh, done, they've been the first to do it, so end of, no more. Yeah. Why have we got beeping? Ignore that, it's just my phone beeping. <laughs> what? That's it. So more tech talk for you? Um, yeah, go on. Uh, Microsoft released an update the other day which killed everybody's internet access. Why do they keep doing that? I have no idea. Apple, uh, their new laptop yeah. has uh, sort of, it doesn't really last as long as they say it does with the battery power, so mm. they, they removed the status off the top that tells you how much battery's left. That cured the problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, <laughs> apparently the UK's got worse 4G coverage than Albania. <laughs>
0: Well, I tell you, I've got a 4G phone, and I find it very difficult.
1: Yeah, uh, we've got 4G in my house. Have have you? I
0: think I've got, well, I have no coverage in my house, do I, on my mobile?
1: No, you you have nothing in your house. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is, uh, one billion Yahoo accounts have been hacked. So if you've got a Yahoo account, change your password. Yeah, no, I haven't. Well, I'm, I wasn't specifically talking to you. I was talking. To oh you.
0: right. Oh okay. Yeah. So any, yeah. Anybody has a Yahoo account, change your password. Right.
1: Mm. Most important Go thing. On. Super Mario is coming to the iPhone. Oh no! This fat little Italian bloke with a with a moustache. Oh no!
0: I thought we. I mean, that's just just like going back years, isn't it? Who are all these people who actually have time to play these games?
1: I play Apart a few from games. You. Yeah, I play a yeah. few. Yeah. Um, my daughter plays quite a few games. but She's a child, I suppose. So that's yeah, but, it, cool. you know, she should be out in the garden playing, shouldn't she, really? It's a bit cold this time of year. It's a bit cold? Yeah. I
0: think it's been very
1: warm. I mean, global warming is really kicking in. That's true. The other day we had a nice spring shower in the morning, and then the following yeah. day it was summer again.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I think it's all to be, you know, keep using the uh, hairspray and um, uh, driving the diesel cars. It's uh, it's doing a remarkable job for us. Before long, people will be coming here for their
1: winter sun, sun holidays. Your phone is so active this week.
0: It, I'll, I'll turn it off. Look, make it... This is just... Um, our very good friend Tom Poole is tweeting profusely at the moment.
1: He does like to tweet a bit.
0: He does, doesn't he? Mm. I'd noticed that as well, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, should we do a, a bit on the movies that you've seen this week, or have you not seen any?
1: I, I've been watching very many movies, so I've been catching up on the movies that I have missed over the last few months, and the last one I caught up with was the absolutely fabulous movie with Joanna Lumley and Jennifer Saunders. yeah. Yeah, and was that good? Not really. You're watching it, I suppose, <laughs> for, for, the, uh, for the cameo roles of all the other people in it, like Graham Norton, and seeing where mm. they spring up from and, and so on. But as a movie, uh, it's one to watch when it finally comes out on TV. I wouldn't even buy it on DVD. You wouldn't? No. Mm. Uh, and, of course, Christmas has started already because the Rogue One film is now out.
0: Now, Rogue One is the latest a Star Wars movie, but it isn't.
1: It's set um, just before the very original Star Wars film. In fact, the film finishes ten minutes before the very first Star Wars film.
0: And how do they work that out? So Han Solo isn't in this? No. Darth Vader is in it, though. Yeah.
1: Right. And is it, uh, is it good? Have you seen it? I'm going to see it tomorrow night. Are you? Yeah, I've got the best seats in town. Have you? Mm-hmm. That's not many seats in the town you live in. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, I've had to go out of town. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to a place called Broughton on the water. Uh, Broughton? I don't know if there's any water. No,
0: no.
1: It's there's near, a place near Cheshire.
0: It's not there. All um, uh, right. Well, listen. I know this is something that means an enormous amount to you. It's a. It's a bit like a Catholic meeting the Pope for you, <laughs> isn't it?
1: <laughs> we can go that far, can hear Your dog?
0: Oh, somebody else. A- Postman's just knocked on the door, delivered something. Oh.
1: Yep, yeah.
0: yeah. Daisy's getting
1: quite excited about it. I've sent yeah. you a few things in the post this week. What, to me? Mm. Oh, gosh, that must be it
0: then. I should go and get them and open them. I've, I've sent you a parcel. Have you? Or two. Yeah. Mm. Nothing I'm likely to get into trouble for, like the last one you sent me a year what? or so ago.
1: <laughs> what, the, the the dagger?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Medieval, by the way, yeah, uh, maybe, just for my archery before anybody asks it was anymore. It was
1: sort of um, costume jewellery, I suppose. Yeah, yes, exactly, mm.
0: exactly, exactly. Um, anyway, so there we are. Uh, I think, actually, i quite like to see Rogue One. So when that comes out, I think it will be quite good. But I'll wait for your um, uh, for your decision uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what else are we going to talk about? I mean, the, the appalling situation in Aleppo. That uh, the BBC, I have to say, have been doing some great coverage of. But ah, oh, dear, oh dear. Uh, I was talking to several military people last night at the uh, the awards, um, and and the consensus of opinion is nothing is really going to be sorted out long term, um, and until. You know, the, the Western armies probably have to go in and separate the people that are, are doing this. I mean, there are stories at the moment of, of mass executions, of whole families being uh, shot dead in their homes. I mean, can you imagine? You, well, perhaps shouldn't even try to imagine, but just the most appalling. I don't, I don't know what you can say about it really at all. Except one of my callers on uh, on talk radio the other evening phoned in and said, well, it's all in the Bible. If you read the Bible, you'd know what was going to happen. Now, that didn't cheer me up either. No, no, I didn't think it would. I mean, and then they said, and, and, you know, obviously it's in the Bible that we're all going to leave Europe because that fragments, then there'll be more wars. Actually, the good news is I don't think we're ever going to leave Europe. I think Brexit is suddenly going to fizzle out. Uh, if you've got any thoughts on that, guys, get in touch. You know the way to do it. You can uh, email us, uh, radio at gmail.com. That's the best way to get in touch. Um, schools, uh, this is interesting. Schools have been told to stop calling children boys or girls or he or she. Uh, there's this great gender Diversity drive. You know, they, they, they don't want people to be hampered by a particular gender. Uh, this is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. does sound strange when you read it. I mean, Oxford and Cambridge universities are going to ban the word he or she, and you are going to refer to a, a person as Z, Z-E.
1: What? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, obviously there's not enough going on at Oxford or Cambridge that they're having to say, you know, if you refer to a, 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 what you consider to be a man as a he, then that person, because their gender may not be completely defined within their own mind, could be offended. Um, now, I wouldn't want to offend anybody who's not, but I don't know uh, anyone who is is in some way wrestling with their gender who's upset by being called he or she. Um, and, And you can, if you're an intelligent human being, you can work out if what you say or what you're likely to say is going to be offensive and then hopefully you don't do it. But to ban words like that, I mean, it's just, it makes the whole thing worse. It draws attention to it and then some idiots start using it just to be difficult. So we put it out on Facebook. Uh, John Cooper said, Well, utter tosh, I'm a man. I've got two boys. I have a wife, and she is a woman. Given the chance, we'd have a little girl. I know transgender folk. They're either boys or girls, men or women. We are all humans. Uh, John, I think you need to be just slightly more understanding than that. Uh, David Hick. No, John, if you don't understand, John, don't ask the question. But, you know, yeah, uh, you know, you know, if you're a man and uh, you know your wife is a woman, but then there are some people who are not sure whether they've got the right body or not. And we have to be sympathetic to that and let them find their own path. But I think banning the use of descriptive words or nouns or pronouns or whatever they're called um, is ridiculous. And people who come up with these ideas are just stupid, in my view. Uh, David Higley says uh, a person born as a boy wants to be a girl by medical processes and vice versa so the boy becomes a girl the girl becomes a boy at what point is there any confusion yeah that's a good point Thomas Johnson says the Victorians used to call both genders child yeah yeah, it's a good idea. Fran Griffin says, uh, poor bloody kids, I hate to think what the future holds for them. Uh, it'll become a crime if they as much as think for themselves. Um, Daniel says, absolutely ridiculous. Something I wouldn't be part of. Can't believe people are paid to come up with stuff like this. Listen, this and a lot of other stupid things as well. Lottie Perry says it's stupid. Stupid as Judge Rinder would say. <laughs> i Bunty last night as well.
1: Yeah, everyone was there, apparently, apart from me. Oh,
0: well, you know, life is 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 unfair sometimes, isn't it? Mm. Sandra Bellini uh, said, So, you've just given birth, and the midwife says, Congratulations, you have a little Z. What a load of bol lux, Sandra says, spelt B-O-L-L-U-X. So she's not being offensive. Um, Dan Sharp says, Until one can physically change his or her genes, he or she remains male or female. What an utter load of codswallop this trendy gender stuff is. Yeah, but if somebody wishes uh, to be identified as a a female, then they should be allowed to do so. And uh, we should stop getting ourselves worried about it in the same way uh, that uh, certain countries still go on about worrying about a man... Uh, enjoys the uh, sexual excitement of a man and a woman of a woman, and uh, you know, in countries including in Commonwealth countries, this is an offence. It is illegal. It's against the law. We should be working to make sure that doesn't happen. Surely. Anyway, here's a good one for you, Robo. What do you think about this? Um, an MP uh, has uh, her name's Helen Jones, a Labour MP, says she wants shops to be banned from opening on Boxing Day. I'd tell her to butt out. Yeah, well, I, I tried to it. She wouldn't come and talk to me the other day. Um, just to the most stupid... Oh, uh, the reason she wants it is the same way these nutters on uh, Sunday trading laws. You know, if you want to go to church or whatever on a Sunday, go to church. Yeah, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to a mosque. I don't want to go to a synagogue. I don't want to go to um, a, a church. You know, leave me alone. And by the way, if you did that, we'd have to close your shops on Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. Of course. Just so yeah. that every religion felt um, uh, looked after. When are people going to stop going on about this is a Christian country, we've got Christian... This is a secular country. I celebrate the end of the year, it's coming, we have a bit of a party, eat some nice food, have drinks with friends, and then we start with a new year. Um, all the religious tosh, I'm sorry, most of it uh, at this time of year is completely wrong anyway, historically. Uh, It should be sometime in June, I think.
1: What's Boxing Day got to do with religion? I don't know. What is Boxing Day? Is that the day you throw the boxes out? I assume so. That's why they call it Boxing Day. Yeah.
0: Oh, right. OK. Well, anyway, um, she wants all shops uh, uh, closed. I said, look, maybe she's got something here. Maybe we should have a day where everything stops. So let's, you know, never mind about shops. Why do people pick on the poor shops? I don't think we should have television, social media, TV, radio, newspapers, restaurants, nothing, everything, just stop, no cars to be driven, everything, Nobody. in fact let's, let's, let's make sure people really do have some quality family time, nobody's allowed out of the house, Look, why, why don't we impose a curfew? On Boxing Day. And somebody told me I was
1: talking rubbish. No.
0: Yes, I couldn't believe it.
1: Ridiculous. Uh, think of all those games of Scrabble and Monopoly you could play on Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, uh, will. A good thing, by the way,
0: about, uh, about the Millies the other night, I didn't, I didn't see
1: that woman. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the Honey
0: Monster... M- The Monster, forget the honey, mate, The Monster, who, by the way, has a record deal which uh, it announced, I'm not using any gender, Z announced, because you're not sure, um, (laughs) before the winner of
1: X Factor. I mean, that is totally flipping out of order, isn't it? What is Simon Cowell doing? I don't know, but he's given her the record deal and the winner of X Factor hasn't gone to Simon Cowell's label, it's gone to an alternative Has it? Yeah, it's gone to. I think it's RCA, which is still part of Sony, but it's not Psycho. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's
0: very strange. Very strange indeed. Mind that Matt Terry and uh, uh, Sarah Alto have two of the most fabulous voices I've ever heard.
1: I didn't like Matt Terry until the final, the, the sort of Saturday and Sunday show. Mm. I didn't. I thought he was very bland, same, same old, same old. And I thought the son well, one was. A bit, yeah, but
0: it's his voice, mate. I mean, he might he might look like lots of other people um, in the music business, and people tend to look fairly similar, don't they? Somebody said to me, looking at the pictures of me at these awards the other day, "You look like every other bald headed bloke." Well, yeah, I probably do. <laughs> I fitted quite well in with the military. Hmm. But he—he um, he just Matt Terry—he just has an amazing voice. So does Sarah Alto.
1: Yeah, when he sang "Purple Rain," that was the clincher for me. I thought fair enough. Yeah. He, he yeah. deserves yeah. to win now. But what is it? This this flipping
0: woman, man, beast, whatever you want to call it, with a record out, I bet it goes to number one. What sort of morons go out and buy that shocking
1: stuff? Part of me will believe it will probably go to. I don't think it will go to number one. There's so many charity records out this week, but I think it will go quite high, just to make sure that uh, Simon gets annoyed. I think there's a lot of people out there that like to troll Simon. Yeah, is it? It's not for charity, is it? Her one is not for charity. His is. No, her. that's
0: what I'm saying. T- oh yeah. yeah, his is, and his uh, hopefully his will go to number one. It's a it's a beautiful record, beautifully done, um, and it'll, it'll be great. But hers is just a load of shocking rubbish. It's not, you know, it's an insult to rap artists. Rap is a genre that takes a certain sort of person who's lived a certain sort of life to do it properly, which is why I always found Professor Green annoying. Um, But, you know, she's just
1: taking the mick out of it. Joe Cox one's out as well, isn't it? That's another Christmas one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and, and uh, the MPs are uh, involved in doing that. There's some very good records out for Christmas to to raise money for good causes. I have no problems with any of those. I have a problem with this thing foisted on me and promoted like it's an amazing artist and very funny and most amusing. I don't think it is. I actually think it's an affront. I think somebody is trying, I might be Simon, I don't know, trying to prove that people are so easily gullible, easy to be manipulated that uh, people are
1: going say, oh, this is great, this is great. It isn't. It was funny for the first few weeks because it was the entertainment. No, it wasn't. Well, I was voting at the yes, start. Yes, I
0: know you were. But you are, let's be honest, you are fairly gullible.
1: Mischievous, I'd like to.
0: I, I, Do you? Really? Yeah. yeah. Right, listen, we're, we're running out of time. Uh, we, we're going to fit in. I don't know how we're going to fit in next week a Christmas show. We'll try and fit one in. So,
1: should we finish with the questions? Yeah, we can finish with questions. Uh, Right, so, um, first question is from uh, Daniel Winter.
0: Hi, Daniel. I've already done this. Yeah, well, I'm just... Did you forget, right back at the beginning of the programme, I asked you this question? Because your mate from wherever it is, Australia or wherever, wants you to be able to answer some questions. Well, I'm going to give you the chance to have your say. What? Well, you are, you know, we did this. When you stand up, where does your lap go? It goes into the horizontal position. Vertical. Is it? Well, it goes into one of those. It could go into horizontal, couldn't it? Depending how big your stomach is.
1: That's, yeah. Uh, Kirsty, Hovey. I was tempted to put an R in there and call her hovery. Mm, Yeah. uh, You've never been very good with reading, have you? No, I'm I'm learning, I'm learning. Um what is your first memorable favorite Christmas moment as a child versus your f- most favorable since adulthood and how do they compare
0: um I, do you know I've never been a fan of Christmas not even when I was a kid I'm afraid uh, Kirsty, um I suppose I mean the the when you think back to Christmas as a kid you think back to the uh uh what you got and I suppose the one I <laughs> I'm not gonna. No, I won't tell you about that. Um, but uh, I suppose I got a first time. I got a new bike, not a second-hand bike. Um, I suppose at Christmas. And what I remember, well, I do you know? I don't. I remember summer holidays and sunshine and good times. Um, I have never really been a fan of Christmas. The best one I remember, perhaps in recent years, um, Mrs. W and I decided we would just uh, disappear from everybody, as we quite often do. Which is why I'm working this Christmas, Uh, and we went up to the Lake District and stayed in a a hotel for three days in the Lake District with a great view looking down Lake Windermere, Uh, and that was brilliant. But it had nothing to do with Christmas.
1: No, no tinsel, no Christmas tree, nothing.
0: Well, yeah, I mean there were decor. I quite like decorations, but um, you know this trend that's come from America where people decorate the front of their houses. It just annoys me. because most of the time it looks really cheap and tacky.
1: How is your neighbour these days? He's out there dusting his baubles. <laughs> uh, Damo, when you open a packet of Jaffa Cakes, why is the first Jaffa Cake always pointing in the opposite direction of the rest of the packet? Damo,
0: you have got too much time on your hands, mate. You need to find something more to occupy your time with. OK, and the reason the Jaffa Cake is like that is just to make sure that people like you have
1: something to think about. Vincent Aurelius. I'm I'm happy with that. I'm going to stick with that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> what if everyone took the road less travelled? Uh, there'd be a lot less uh, congestion, wouldn't there? Yeah. Wouldn't the road less travelled just automatically move to a different road?
0: Yeah, obviously. It's a silly question, so I gave a silly answer.
1: Okay. Uh, Rob James. If you believe in reincarnation, when you do your will, can you leave everything to yourself? Um, if you believed in reincarnation, yes, you could. David James Bell. Uh, why does my wife, Joanna Bell, know more than Google, and do I need to consult Google anymore?
0: No, David. If I, I think this is my friend David, who I, I had a a meal with the other night. No, David, listen, wives always, 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 always will tell you they know more than everybody else. And I always think, go with it, go with it, David. And just say, yes, yes, get rid of Google. If you've got a question, just ask the wife. And actually, it's cheaper because you don't need Wi-Fi for that, do you? Don't need a wife,
1: I, for that.
0: I think that would probably get you in a fairly difficult situation, so I wouldn't go along those lines, David. But uh, no, I think I think just you know, yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe give Google a miss at least for the Christmas period, and then if you're going to consult Google, perhaps do it secretly when she
1: doesn't know. Mm. Barbie Sumroy. <laughs> yeah, she probably does. Yeah, maths. Right, how do they actually reproduce seedless grapes when there are no seeds to the plant? That's a really good one. Um, It's cloning. So all seedless grapes are 100% identical to the other seedless grape next to it?
0: Well, it must be, mustn't it? If there are no seeds, then there is no other way to do it other than clone it.
1: So seedless grapes all these years are the original genetically modified fruit... Of course. You must have known that, Rob. You know everything. I don't do grapes, unless they're in wine form. I don't mind mm-hmm. in wine form. And you don't get seeds in wine either, do you? Or do you? I don't, I don't know. Gene yeah. uh, Matheson. Is, Hello, Gene. Is being literate a thing of the past? Um, is being literate a thing of the past? Um,
0: well, no, not, not really, but literacy changes. And there is a literacy today that may be a literacy that would not have been acceptable in days gone by. I'm not very, I'm not very keen on grammar Nazis, as a dyslexic myself. Uh, but you know, there's a different sort of literacy now used by certain people. So I just, you have to go with the flow. Different, different strokes for different folks.
1: Can you say that on the radio? Yeah. Okay. I just did. David Hoy. Uh, Have you any idea where my wallet is? I need it this time of year if I'm to buy you a present.
0: Um, Yes, of course, David, you must buy me a present, and I think you'll find that you left your wallet under your pillow just for safekeeping.
1: Okay. There we go. I've run out of questions now.
0: Have you? Okay. Well, listen, I'll see you later. I've got to
1: rush because we seem to have uh, been here quite a long time. No more than any other show. Are you sure? yeah otherwise the news would be kicking in right now
0: ah oh, yeah i suppose that's a that's a that's a really uh, that's a, a, a really good point yeah um okay, all right, listen, take it easy and uh, same time same place and, and you know I don't want to spend too much time hogging the program next week, so why don't you do more of it? You want me to do more on the program. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 because your mate in Australia wanted you to do more,
1: so I think that's a really good thing for you to do. Why don't you arrange, because Big Brother's coming up soon, why don't you arrange a vacation again, and then I'll do a few (laughs) more
0: shows. (laughs) 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 Yeah, see you soon. Uh, Thank you for listening, folks. Tell your friends we're here, uh, UK. Check out the website as well. I didn't mention the shop, did I? We've got a few minutes if you want to mention the shop. Um, So have a little look around the shop. You never know, you might find something for Christmas. That little special
1: stocking filler. Who knows? Jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. See you later.